Welcome to the episode today. We're going to be talking about how to increase and maximize power in senior golfers, uh, doing it a little bit differently with a little different approach. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm Bobby. And I'm Alex. And we are celebrating a Giants win. Um, so when are we ever going to post this episode? Touche. Good point. Um, well, I'm just you know, letting people know that I'm a Giant, New York Giants fan. And if anybody else out there is a New York Giants fan, if you're a Giants fan, uh, we're in this together. Oh. And please don't leave if you're not. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, uh, so for today, what we're going to be talking about is senior golfers. I think the big question we guys we get a lot is, I'm too old to get better. Like I'm just this like weird acceptance of like yeah. mediocrity and just I'm losing distance. That's what happens when you get older. I'm okay with it. What say thee? <laughs> <laughs> it's farthest from the truth, and um, honestly, it's probably just a big excuse for a lot of people that don't want to put in work that they know they have to put in. Um, but then for others, it's also they believe that they've hit a cap in their performance goals or their physicalities, and um, that they actually think they can't get better. Well, I think, too, a lot of people, especially that come and see us, have tried a bunch of different things before, and, and they go, you know, this is what I'm seeing on you know, TV or is what I'm seeing in the, the magazines or newspapers, right? Probably not Instagram for a lot of these folks. Um, maybe but you are getting your info, right? But <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bad information there too. But you know, they've tried a bunch of different things and they're not seeing the results mm-hmm. that they might've expected and they don't really know where else to go. And so they go, well, I've tried everything already. This just must be the case of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so with yeah. and I think a lot, and I think to that point, a lot of the people, Probably the last thing you know, you're if you're watching this, you're seeing you may not even know that that's not normal. Mm-hmm. So lose distance. Mm-hmm. You know, most of your friends are probably losing distance, um, and so you just think that's the norm. And you know, you've always been the you know the, the middle of the road, middle of the group hitter, and you're still the middle of the group hitter, even though the group as a whole hits it 50 yards shorter. Uh, and so you just kind of are okay with that status quo. And I think the resounding answer that we found through all the research, you know, thousands of data points at this point is that that's not the case okay. um, and that the average you know the club head speed for a 50 to someone in their 50s or their 60s yeah in like high 90s 100 miles an hour right so, um, so like, don't be okay don't settle for that i think is the first thing um, i think after we get out over that hurdle then you know what if we have somebody who comes in a senior golfer uh, i want us to win the club faster which in mm-hmm. our language uh, if you're a strength coach physio working with golfers, what they're saying is I want to improve how much power I can output. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we do how do we do that? What's mm-hmm. kind of the approach that we take here? Park success and mm-hmm. we're seeing in the research. Uh, we are big here on assessing. So we test every single person that comes through the door mm-hmm. and that really should be the first step in determining what that person needs. Um, everyone's gonna need something different, whether it is the mobility part, the strength part, uh, the technical part. So we need to first find out what that is that person needs. So they're not trying five different things like you mentioned and not seeing anything. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest things that I see frequently is people coming in and saying, you know, I've been stretching, I do all these stretches. I do 45 minutes of stretching every single morning and my back still hurts when I play. Or I'm still losing distance even though you know I've been doing all this work that's been suggested to me. And the biggest thing I see is, well, what have you done to work on your rotation? 
Okay, so something we talked about in the intro episode with the four main rotary centers that we always assess. Episode one, go back and watch it. Okay. Uh, so, you know, making sure that you're adding in some of this rotational work since golf is a rotational sport, right? And nine times out of 10, these are moves that, you know, are fairly simple, but people just haven't seen before for whatever reason. You know, that's not the typical back pain fixes you'll see, or that's not the typical. I had a dollar for every time. (laughs) (laughs) Your hamstrings are tight. No, probably not. Um, So that's one of the biggest things that we're always looking at is what can you add in from a rotational mobility perspective because you're trying to do a rotational sport. Uh, If you do think your hamstrings are tight, check out um, our Farm Success YouTube channel. Uh, The hip pins drill, touch your toes in five minutes. It's most likely a movement issue, not a, uh, a extensibility or length of your hamstring issue. Exactly. I digress. So, um, <laughs> so we talk about the mobility piece. That's always the first thing as a senior golfer that um, you should look at yourself, or if you're coaching a senior golfer, you know, the neck, the shoulders, the T spine, and the hips. Um, those are the. You know, we're all talking rotation on all of those. Um, now, how, what is good? Because and we talked about you know early in episode one, right? Uh, what, what's a pass and we consider good for our tour player mm-hmm. um, is going to be very different than what we consider good and you know, serviceable for our 65-year-old who's had two knee replacements and you know, has a bad back or a exactly. history of back pain. Right. What's, what's our difference? What are our metrics that we look for as seniors? I think the biggest thing first is if you have a big side-to-side difference, right? So if you're a right-handed golfer and your left hip is way tighter than your right hip, there's probably something going on there that we can address and get better, right? We're not looking for 80 degrees of hip rotation like some of our juniors have, right? Um, but we're looking for pretty much as much as we can safely get. And that's where, you know, a physical assessment is going to tell you, hey, how much can you safely get back with a decent amount of work to put into it? And I think if, if you're not sure what that assessment looked like, we do have that as a free resource on our parksuccess.com website. Um, go ahead in there and download it, take it, it's free. Uh, we'll even chat with you for free uh, to tell you what it all means. Uh, but it's all written there in terms of explaining it to you. So um, if none of that didn't make sense to you as we talk through it, uh, if you're a coach, feel free to take it, use it with your clients. Um, our hope is if it is, it becomes a resource for as many golfers yeah. as possible. So, so after we do the mobility, let's say we kind of understand where they're at there. Let's say the senior golfer's got great mobility. Yeah. Um, now, where do we go next? So now we know they have great mobility, so we know that's not a limiting factor in their golf swing. Um, next thing we test here is going to be their power. Um, so using certain tools to see how much rotationally, vertically, and horizontally they can produce, um, seeing if it's a more of a power production issue. So we use shot foot. So with a six-pound medicine ball, how far you can throw it right and left, uh, we just did chest pass. Same thing. Uh, and then we do a vertical leap. Everybody's favorite. Yes, everybody, <laughs> especially at age 65 and over. Um, so if I think that gives you, gives you insight to yourself and to your athletes of what they can do, where they potentially outperform way more in one area than the other. Right. Like they throw the ball 25 feet oh, and yeah. they jump 2.5 yeah, inches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 10 is being generous. Yeah. Um, you know, that person's not going to be creating a lot of vertical force. And if their mobility was good, we're talking, you know, weight room, getting stronger in their lower 
body, helping them to really kind of gain back some of that lower body strength that they probably lost. And we see a lot of people too that have done good strength training moves. They just don't use the right rep ranges. So they don't use the right tempo or things like that. So, I mean, Alex, what do you usually see with folks when they're coming in and you're first working with them, trying to change their mindset into mm-hmm. building strength? Right. I think it's a very lightweight, high rep industry. That's right. what everyone's focused on is, you know, building endurance and uh, doing as many reps as you can with a lightweight, maybe Mobility. feeling the burn. Mobility. Lots of stretching. <laughs> yeah, stretching. You can on the floor, stretch more. <laughs> stretch and then do three sets of 15 squats. Let's get slow and flexible. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, biggest misconception there. We want to actually increase the load, increase the intensity of the load a little bit and decrease those rep ranges. Um, you know, more of a strength target and being able to produce as much force in that one rep than we, I mean, if ultimately if we worked with one rep rather than 15, we'd probably see results with that person as far as their ability to produce force and, and maybe a, even a better vertical jump right off the bat than that. Yeah. Well, we saw all that research that we did over the course of the year. We compared the traditional training, high rep, kind of low weight, and then just progressively get a little heavier and get less um, less reps uh, over a course of a year. And then we compare that to, you talked about tempo, um, to the triphasic type of training where we focus on the eccentric five to seven second lowering for you know four to six weeks. Yeah, then everybody's we, favorite. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> and then we transition into the isometric element of that where we pause for five seconds at the bottom, four to six weeks. And then focusing on more of the explosional part. And what we saw with that was a huge difference. I think it was 60% difference yeah. in terms of club head speed gains for this, the adult senior population, 50 plus. So if you use that low weight, high rep, you're actually lead, you're, you're going to gain 60% less club head speed than if we're doing triphasic. Um, so I don't know why you're going to do the other one. <laughs> right. um, yeah, work smarter, not harder. Yeah, and I think that's what most people think. Like, I need to work hard. I need to work to fatigue uh, mm-hmm. to see some kind of gain in strength and that's the mindset that we see but it's not necessarily work till you're dead on the floor crossfit type workout but um, or you know put everything you have into that one set um at a higher higher intensity totally yeah so i think that's a big misconception our seniors see is that you know i don't want to put uh, barbells hurt you i don't want to use a barbell Uh, i think it's it's a matter of coaching making sure we're screening as well as we can in terms of uh, the quality of a squat pattern or a hinge pattern or a press pattern. Um, and the fact is, the stronger you are, the thicker your armor is, you're less likely to get hurt. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you have good mobility and you've got good strength, those are, I think, two keys to producing power as a senior golfer. And you just naturally, physiologically, you're going to lose elasticity as you get older. Um, and so, you know, but you can minimize that with training. Yeah. Um, and with the right training, I should say. Yeah. And I think along with that, like, People think that they can't get stronger at a certain age. Um, it just gets a little bit harder and takes a little more time maybe, but it's not impossible by any means. I don't think we've had anyone come in here and get weaker because they started lifting heavy weights. No, so. <laughs> not at all. Well, and I think one of the, I think to me, one of the workarounds that seniors go to because they're afraid you know, potentially of lifting heavy weight is, oh, I can just swing this club really, really fast. You know, the overspeed training work, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do that because that'll help me. But we don't screen to the head mobility and then they all get hurt trying to do that. Or, yeah. they, or maybe in a lot of the cases, they're a good player. So that's why they're motivated to swing faster. So their handicap may be single digit. And maybe they're swinging 90th percentile already or maybe 75, 75th percentile. Yeah. But then you go look at their power numbers and they're all 
percentile or less, if they go to the overspeed training, you're going to get hurt. Like, don't do that. Um, you know, take the free assessment free, guys. You can figure out where you are and what you should do. But I think that's where we then see people, and particularly in that senior population, they go to all my these sticks. I'm going to get real fast. Right. And unless you're like physical, like unless you're able to produce more power than you are seeing in your golf space, you're setting yourself up for trouble. Right. And you know, I think when used at the right time with the right person, those can be very, very helpful tools. Mm-hmm. Um, tool, I guess, we've gone further. Yeah. But you know, I think. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's just that's where a lot of this ends up. Is I'm too old to get better, so I'm tight. So I need to stretch a lot. Barbells are going to hurt me. Weights are heavy, so I'm not going to lift. But I can swing this club, and it looks like my golf swings will make me fast. So you're weak, loose, hurt, maybe. <laughs> um, you just you're more likely to get hurt that way. So your longevity, your ability to reduce injury or prevent it is mm-hmm. about as good as my New York Giants' ability to win a game right now. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> not very good. <laughs> I think the other thing too is uh, you know as you get older, wears and tears happen, surgeries happen, some things are completely unavoidable, but that's not a reason that you can't improve in the gym, right? With the, with good coaching and good assessments, there's always a way to work around something so that it's comfortable, so that we can still get good strength numbers, right? And so that we can still progress in a way that's going to improve the golf game. Right. On a day-to-day basis, we have to modify movements here at the gym for our older population, and they see the same exact gains in strength and their club head speed um, than someone who is a little stronger, a little younger, getting into the barbell. Right. I, would, I would even say that the guys that have had two knee replacements or the guys who come in even weaker or have had more medical involvement actually see bigger gains <laughs> relatively you know, percentage-wise because they're starting so far behind. So, um, so if you aren't happy with where you are and you see you're looking to improve power or your club head speed, don't take the that. I think what's the industry approach for the popular way. Right. And look at it through a different lens. Look at it through a scientific lens, through a data back lens, which is what we're talking about with mm-hmm. you here today. Um, you know, check out our website. You know, that, like I said, that's free tool for you to use. Hopefully, you use it and share it with all your friends, and you all use it to figure out where you're at. Um, but you know, I think there there's hope <laughs> always, uh, and it's always. it is abnormal to be getting slower as you're getting older. Mm-hmm. The degree that we're seeing in yeah. golf right now. Mm-hmm. So, but any other final tips? Just have still guess. Hit bombs like Phil. <laughs> I'm going to give you the advice to like the video, please. <laughs> um, but also subscribe to the channel if you find this content helpful. Uh, and share it with your friends, obviously, your colleagues, uh, maybe your clients. Um, just we want to try to, you know, hoping that you can help us get the right information out to people, um, protect them from some of the misinformation that's out there. Uh, it's confusing. It's a big cloud of confusion right now in this industry. Uh, so hopefully, uh, this is helping to shed a little bit of light on it. But um, and I also say, you know, cross your fingers for my Giants to figure out challenges so we can be this Cowboys. So <laughs> it's okay. So, thanks a lot, and we'll see you next episode.